Jenny. Yeah. You know, last episode, it was the debacle about your birthday card. Yeah. Wait till you hear about mine. I don't know if I'm excited, like, oh my gosh, was it great? Or I'm excited that you also got a shit card. I don't know what my feelings are right now. Well, um, it's, it's it's an interesting one. I still haven't got my birthday card. So oh. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, Tell us. Uh, welcome to Two New Mums, by the way. Um, yeah, so last episode, Jenny had it. I feel a bit bad because I know last episode, you, your birthday was a complete disaster. But it is every year we've realised you're cursed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I sort of, um, yeah, it was my birthday last weekend. And bear in mind, it was my 40th. Um, I sort of feel bad saying this, but it was possibly the best birthday I've ever had. Oh, no. Um, one of us had to have a good one. It looked amazing. So was, was obviously you'll talk us through it, but was it all a surprise? Uh, most of it, yeah. So basically... Aww. What it was, Kenny booked us, um, we were actually away for five nights. I knew we were going to be away s- somewhere for five nights. I had to pack. Mm. And I knew where it was, roughly, because I had to sort, he had to check that I was happy with the childcare for Eden. Right. It was his brother, it was his brother and um, sister-in-law. Lovely. I was like, yeah, that's great. But the rest was all a surprise. I had a rough idea, but honestly, yeah, I basically had to just pack up, um, he went ahead of me with one of my friends, so that, and that made me know that there were other people involved I thought there was going to be something but I yeah. didn't really know what I didn't know like where I'd be going but I, I bought a sequin dress because I was like I'm 40 I'm wearing fucking sequins yeah. and um it was amazing we got there we're staying in this it was it's actually a friend of ours house this amazing house and um he organized for like 12 of my closest friends from like you know, my whole life from childhood mm. uh, to all meet in the Cotswolds, basically. And then we went for lunch at one of my favourite places. And when we got there, it wasn't just that he'd organised lunch. It was like, there was a party planner there. There was a woman who came over and was like, oh, you know, hope everything's okay. And when I walked into this beautiful dining room, it had like, even the menus had my names on it, like oh. Amy's 40th. He'd prepared a set menu. There was like my favourite drink on arrival, favourite cocktail, bottles of Prosecco like and it was just I was properly I was quite overwhelmed actually and because because I'd gone in not really wanting much well not being bothered you know because I was like I'm just tired I'm, I'm not bothered like you know yeah it was just so perfect and it was just nice because you know it wasn't in the middle of town it was out in the Cotswolds so it's yeah. just we went somewhere nice and easy with all it wasn't loads and loads of people so I didn't feel like there wasn't people that um I didn't get to speak to you know like I got to speak to everyone it was day drinking, which is my favourite. Yes, that's how adults, adults, adults day drink. That's what I think. Exactly. And we spent, we just had the most perfect day there. We had this amazing lunch and then we cozied up in this sort of pub and then we went back to the house that we were all staying in. So I got back to Eden for the evening and she'd been absolutely fine all day. She had a lovely time and Peggy was there and everything. And then I like, I wanted to put her to bed. So I did, I didn't drink much really. I only had a few drinks, but everyone else got absolutely smashed. And, um, but I loved that and it was great. And then I could sort of have the bit of both where I had some drinks in the day and then some of them stayed up till, you know, the early hours and 
getting in a hot tub and all sorts and it was oh, oh it was just they got me a massive cake and I had lovely gifts it was just amazing so oh. yeah I'm afraid I'm afraid it was an absolute belter and then I had like I was staying there for the next few days and then we came home for a couple of days and then we went to Devon to see some friends just it, it was pure actually that was kind of coincidence not really my birthday but it just happened to be on birthday week so yeah oh uh, it's just been do you know what it's, it's been one of those weeks where I just kept walking around thinking oh, I feel very lucky with my oh. lot and um yeah, it was yeah. really nice. But but the card. So it's interesting. So presents and cards, because we normally do a bit of birthday present giving ceremony. <laughs> and because Kenny Kenny had to nip off on the Saturday morning to get set up. Right. I was like, awesome. oh, let's just do it. Let's just do it when we've got some time. Yeah. So we didn't do it till the next morning. And I'd obviously had like the best day ever. And he, he was like, he gave me the presents. And he just said, I can't find the card. And and so obviously I wasn't bothered because he'd and he got me amazing presents as well. So, but um, even now I said yesterday, have you found the card yet? Because did you? I said, did you write anything nice? He went, yeah, I think so. But what? And the other thing, Jenny, is one of my gifts was in the card because one of my gifts is something that's happening next year, and he printed it out. It was like a oh, uh, yeah. So gosh. he had to tell me. So I was sort of a bit gutted for him, but. Obviously, I wasn't bothered because of all the other stuff that had happened. But no, what I still haven't got my card. card. Do, does he listen to this? Because maybe he had the card and then heard <laughs> the episode and was like, oh, yeah, what maybe card? He was terrified. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was absolutely terrified of getting it wrong and thought, just don't give her a card. Just give her loads of gifts. Oh, no, um, he absolutely smashed that. So you had, yeah. was it just the afternoon a, a, apart from Eden? And then you you were back with yeah, her? Yes, so I uh well I, we left her at one and we got home about I think we got home at seven or eight right so and I had yeah so quite a chunk of the day so and how perfect really how was it was it almost like because so much was going on you you would and you knew she was safe it was like you didn't really think until you got home maybe because I've had yeah, that when uh, I've been away totally fine yeah I didn't Great. have any anxiety because I know that she um she spent time with Kenny's brother and, and sister-in-law before oh. and I they got there like a couple of hours before we left anyway, so she was, you know, I could see that she was absolutely fine with them, mm. and and they've they've had three kids between them, so well, uh, four kids in fact between them, yeah. Fucking so they, hell. um, yeah. So <laughs> they, I know they knew what they were doing, and she sent some. They sent like regular updates, but I wasn't asking for them. I wasn't, but I was no, I was absolutely fine. Like I didn't, yeah. Which Great. is good actually because that's twice now I've left her with family and friends and it's almost got to the point where I'm now like, oh, we've got this on this day. Let's see who can have Eden. I'm sort of, I'm not desperate yeah. to, you know, palm her off, but also yeah. it's really handy. But I know I won't have anxiety now. Have you um, felt, because I haven't yet, I've obviously been away, but me and Christian haven't been away together without Bear. We've literally not been without Bear since he was born. Does did it, you not do the do-over, the birthday do-over meal? Or did you all go? We all went. It was like a daytime okay. family thing with my parents and stuff. So we've nice. still not done that. And I'm keen yeah. to do it. Um, we just got to figure out when. But do you feel, you and your partner, when you've got a baby, you, the romantic takes a hit to sometimes just the practical life. Does it really help? Have you? Did you find that? Um, yeah. But also I was with loads of other people as well. So it wasn't mm. just me and him time, I suppose. We've not yeah. done that yet. But I was hoping to do that for his birthday in the next week. But I don't know if anyone could take Eden. But uh, <laughs> just trying to get everyone involved. Well, um, he's put that bar high though for his birthday, hasn't he? I know. Wow. But it was my 40th. So yes, you, yes. Go, you go big on those ones, don't you? So, mm. But yeah, I do feel the pressure. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, but it was definitely not, what was really lovely. Do you know what was weird? I feel like I sort of didn't appreciate it enough. You know, I had all those mm-hmm. times in the early days when I thought I can't imagine being out of a sight. You know, I can't, I didn't even like Kenny being with her on, my, on her own. And now I just, you just sort of slip back into your old life really easily. Yeah. You know, we were out with friends and we were drinking. So yeah, it's definitely good. But it it would it will definitely be lovely for us to, you know, just be the two of us at some point. But yeah, it's weird really because I kind of feel like because I took a few days off work earlier in the a couple of uh, yeah a couple of days off earlier in the week and then when we went to Devon for this trip we did actually have a few moments on our own just with the fact just me him Eden and Peggy but you know when you're outside Aww. of your family your home environment mm-hmm. that felt really special as yeah I like those moments feel so amazing mm-hmm. now and um I don't know what it is because we had a mega busy week of we drove to the Cotswolds we were there and then we drove to Devon I was worried really worried about that drive because it was nearly four hours oh wow but Eden sleeps, just sleeps so well in the car. It's oh, ridiculous. She the just, power of the car. We had to wake her up because I felt bad. It was like three and a half hours. And I was like, we've got, let's stop for some petrol. Let's get her out. Because I yeah. just feel bad that she's, she was gone. Like, but she was great. But um, weirdly, I realised this today, I think because I've just been a bit busy the past couple of days since I've been home. But I sort of found it easier being away with her and being out of the sort of day-to-day stuff yeah. because she just has to fit into what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we were with some friends in Devon and we were at another friend's house. I mean, it's complicated, but basically it was like, oh, let's watch the football or whatever. And I knew I'd be at this person's house till nine and Eden just had to fit in. And, you know, we yeah. knew that she wouldn't go to bed till we got, and she was fine. But I sort of find that easier than going, oh, it's seven, need to get her down to bed. Do you know what I mean? It's... Yeah, because I I think you you can definitely get wrapped up in the routine of it all. And obviously routine and structure is really good for making kids feel safe. And that's all good. Um, But it is overwhelming and you can become very obsessed with it to the point where you daren't step out of it. So when you're first forced to, that's probably a good thing. And I think... I think we're kind of through that now being at eight months almost. But when you're doing like the nap schedules and stuff like that, I had a friend who said to me, oh, so if you're going out all day, what do you do about like Bear's naps? And I was like, well, he naps on the go. Because I don't think Mm. you can become a prisoner to the naps. They can have naps in their prams and stuff like that. But it's it's hard to do that when at home you've got that routine. So I guess when you're away... You can yeah. just cast all that aside easier because it isn't real life. So maybe you don't feel as guilty. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think also, you know, Eden won't go down in the day in the car. I mean, I've only tried it a few times, but it never worked. But she yeah. sleeps so well in the car. So she, I think she's actually better being out and about than yeah. being at home. I Gosh, just sort of find it easier because she's a lot easier. Yeah, my friend yeah. said to me in the early days, she was like, the one thing that will keep you sane is do something every day. So whenever I wake up now in the morning, I'm like, what are we going to do today? And I try and do two activities, even if that's just go to the supermarket or go walk around the park. I try and plan two activities because it just keeps the day moving, keeps him busy. And I definitely find him napping when I'm out and about is so much easier than him napping at home. And Mm. people might be screaming at this now going, no, they need to be in their beds to nap. But it hasn't affected his nighttime sleeping. Yeah, this is it. So if it works for you, I think that's what you should be doing. It's like the amount of people when I say now, like basically Eden will go down in the evening, hopefully. So it's so different every night, but generally yeah. I'll get I'll get a few hours in the evening, and she'll be in a cot, and then by like I don't know t- if she wakes in the night, I just pull her into bed with me. And the amount of people who are like, oh, I wish 
yeah, this is what we do. Or I wish I'd never stressed over sleep training or all this. Because it goes so quick. Because even the difference between that sort of six weeks and six months. Oh yeah. my God, it goes so fast. So... I yeah. don't know. It's, well, I met a friend today and we were saying that. It was like, she said, oh, how's Bear sleeping? I was like, mm, I can't really say because every night's completely different. Uh, yeah. I haven't got time really to say. And then I said the same to her and she's like, again, every night's completely different. And then I, I like this because I read last night that we're coming up to an eight to 10 month sleep regression. And I'm like, no, oh, fuck that. I'm sick of yeah. reading this stuff. I'm sick yeah. of that. What I will take from it is, yes, he's going to develop loads over the next two months. That's what I'm taking from it. That's great. Yes. What I've learned now is my life doesn't involve too much sleep, uh, but it's more enriched. So I'm not going to, it's like that, you know, if you can't beat him, join him and we definitely yeah. can't beat him so we have to just do it don't we and yeah. it's it's just life now but I think when you're first starting and when you hit like that four month banger that we both got bad uh that well that hard. was next level yeah, yeah that was that was a rough rough time and yeah when I think back to that now I feel a little bit sick but oh can gosh I just, can I just ask because when we were arranging to to record today you said Bear's going down from an early nap and it was like 5 p.m you putting it do you oh wait and Early bedtime or a nap? Early like, bedtime. What? Yeah, he's, he's got an early be- bedtime. So he, his bedtimes range from like half six to half seven. So today he's looking at half six one. So I just wanted to record a bit earlier just wow. so I'm not like waking him up when he goes down. He's not in his bed at that time. He, that's when he'll like, will start his bedtime routine. Oh, okay. okay. And then Because it was like five o'clock. I thought, are you putting him down at half five? That's... <laughs> No. Do you know, that is my favourite time of day when it gets to about half five and I can sit and kind of figure out, are we looking at a half six or half seven? Which one? And then I've just got an hour with him to give him a bit of tea and to give him his bath and to watch some nice lullabies or read a book. That is the best time of day. And I know when he goes down, I'm like, I can smell my glass of wine or whatever I'm going to treat myself with just for getting through another day. I love I love this time of day. I love the evenings. They're really, really special and cute. And that being said, if he doesn't go down, I don't stress because I'm like, but this is nice. This is okay. Yeah. I think you just what learn was... to roll with it more, don't you? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes if if I know if she's like struggling to go down and it's like nine, ten o'clock or she's mm. like woken up after twenty minutes, I know that she'll sleep until nine AM anyway. Because wow. like if she goes down oh, we wake up most mornings between eight and nine now. Fuck but you. Yeah, oh but... my god. Yeah, but she does go down later, I think. But it depends. Sometimes she'll go down at sort of eight or nine. But yeah, but I prefer that because that just works better because I'm not a morning person. She'll yeah. wake at six or seven, but I'm like, get her on the boob and get that baby back to sleep. <laughs> That's the, like, wait, wait. Just You're... pump them with milk. No, okay. Our, our wake-ups range between 5am and 7am. 7am is a great morning. Um, but it all depends yeah, I mean, she'll, on she'll when he goes wake, down. But I, don't let her, I just don't let her get up. I just feed her back to sleep. <laughs> Yes, yeah, sometimes seem- we can. If he stirs at five, yeah. we'll grab him and rock him a bit. And sometimes it goes back down and it's like, yes. But yeah. other days he's wide awake and chatting at half five and, and you're I like, can, the you day see, begins I can, I just now. Couldn't, I'd rather go to bed later. But it was funny when we were in the Cotswolds because I was trying to get her down and she wasn't going down very well. And obviously I was spending a lot of time in the, in the bedroom. And Kenny said, just bring her downstairs and just like, you know, when she was a newborn, just sit with us, feed her to sleep in front of the TV. And I thought, yeah, maybe you're right. And it was so wrong because she is past that. Because the problem <laughs> with that is you go downstairs and she's so stimulated by the lights, she Aww. just wakes up. 
She's oh. right. So, so we did it. I was like, yeah, you're right. I'll bring her downstairs. She'll just go to sleep. No, no, no. Oh. That's not working anymore. So, um, oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, he's like, why don't you just do that? And I said, because, and also I want an evening to myself. I want to sit on my own. I don't mm. want to, you know, you can sit with her, but it's just nice to know she's gone down. We've got our time. Yeah. And that's yeah, important. Do you know, Bears started um, doing this really fun thing. I heard this can happen and now only I can settle him in, you know, when we put him down um, before we go to bed. So say he goes down at seven and we'll go to bed about 11. In that time between seven and 11, there's a few times he will wake. And one of us always runs upstairs. We hear him on the monitor. We run upstairs and we alternate. That's how we do it because we don't, no one wants to really get up when we're watching Netflix. So we alternate it. Now, Christian can't do it so I have to only I can do it and it's the most bizarre thing because the room's pitch black he's got his noises on um but he knows so Christian will have him screaming 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 and I take him and it's like instant silence it's so bizarre but I equal parts hate it and love it because it makes me feel like a superhero but it's also me that's up and down at the moment hopefully it's a phase it's a phase yeah well it must be because you've both been split You've both been able to do that from the start, whereas I'm the only one that... Well, I think we've tried to integrate Kenny into trying to settle her when she wakes, but Mm. it just takes too... Like, it's just not worth it. I'm just like, I'll just do it, because I know it takes Mm. me under five minutes. Whereas for him, if he goes up for some reason... Like, she adores him, but if for some reason, for settling at night, she's not having it. Yeah. And um, But it's always been like... But that's because I've always put her to bed, because I've breastfed see this yeah, asleep yeah. so I think she just doesn't associate him with it I don't know what it is so I was kind of like we should you know at some point I'm gonna be away for a night but he's just gonna have to cold turkey it you know yeah um, <laughs> we're so like we just have no we just can't be bothered to train any you know because it's like if it means one if we were like right you're gonna have to persevere over the next week and put her to sleep none of us can be bothered with that week of training so it's not gonna happen <laughs> She's not interested. Too busy. Just too busy. Oh, do you know on, on the breastfeeding that you just mentioned, um, because I never did it, I sometimes am guilty of not really considering it. So I was talking to you the other day and we were talking about teething and Bear now has four teeth. Um, wow. And you said Eden's not yet got any through, but you're quite glad because mm. you breastfeed. And I suddenly thought, Oh my gosh, I can't now put my finger in his mouth because his teeth are so, Amy, they are so sharp, so oh, really? sharp. Yeah, oh and his, his bottom two are fully, his bottom two are fully through and his top tooth two are halfway there. Um, but yeah, gosh, how do you breastfeed when they've got teeth? I don't know. I need to know the answer to that because I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm going to be nervous. I don't want. I don't want that. <laughs> no. And do you know what also is so funny? When your kid has teeth, because they look completely different, Amy. He looks like he's... Oh he, God, I hadn't even considered that. Like imagine a fish. That's the only thing I compare it to, like a fish with teeth, <laughs> because you're used to seeing them like that. Yeah, right. No, no and then they have teeth. And when he smiles, it's like, oh my God, there's teeth. And I know it's really obvious, but it's also no, so weird now when I look so at it. so true. God, isn't it? That is so strange. I'd never considered that. But the breastfeeding yeah. thing is horrifying. Yeah, can someone let me know what you do at that point? Because, yeah. you know, there are people that breastfeed to, you know, to they're three or five or 15, whatever. But yeah, um, but yeah, they don't. Oh, that's horrifying. Oh, the thought. Yeah. 
Maybe you yeah. just don't notice. Notice, I don't know, but maybe the thing is, is Eden isn't gentle. The kid <laughs> beats me up, Jenny. She's proper. Like she grabs my mouth and like yanks my mouth. You know, slaps me around the face, pulls my hair. So when she's got those tags in, God knows what she can do. The damage. It's quite. <laughs> They are it's so terrifying. Aren't they so funny? Like I took Bear this morning to his singing class at the library and my friend took her his baby. What? He goes to singing. Yeah, it's really cute. The local library for free. Like sod paying loads now for these classes. The local library for free. I bet a lot of them do it if you check. You just go and they read you a story and everyone sings. It's so, so nice. Cute. They get the parachute out. It's so old school, like primary school style. It's so good. And my friend um, brought her baby today and Bear took a shine to him, but showed his love by smacking him on the head constantly. And it was like, you're a bit like, she She was like, oh, Bear, like trying to be nice. Oh, Bear. But in her head, she's like, stop hitting my son. And I was like, yeah. Bear. There, we don't do that. We don't do that. So yeah, they get quite aggressive. Some some parents don't intervene because I went to a baby class today, and um, yeah, I mean most people are quite good, but there's the odd one who just sort of leaves their kid to you know explore, and I'm like, oh, your child's gouging Eden's eye out. Do you wanna? <laughs> you do feel like sh- who does this one belong to? Yeah, who um, is this right here? Yeah. Just on the classes quickly. Um, I've just cancelled all mine. Yeah. Um, because. I do you know what it is? One, they do get a bit punchy. I'm just gonna do like pay as you go ones because you know when you do a term, it's just like every week that appointment. It, yep. If you're having a a, a slow like today, I was tired mm-hmm. and I was having a slow day and I had to be at the class. And I missed the last week's, and I just thought, oh god, I could really do without this. I do, mm-hmm. I want it to be on my. Do you know what I mean? On my, it's too much. And like with the swimming, I was doing two classes a week, and it's just I don't know. It's quite hard work. <laughs> I completely agree. I think you've got to really be able to just uh, go with the flow quite a lot when you've got a tiny human that's dependent on you and also when you're working like we are and stuff. And um, also when you're just like emotional and having a day of it. So I think the pay-as-you-go is the way to go. Or Also, like check your library because they're free. And a a toddler class at like a local village hall as well on a Thursday. Free. I love that. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. He has a little library card. Oh, that's really nice. Really mm-hmm. into that. Yeah, that is that is cute. Or you know, just take them to the park. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> yeah, do you know my friend? Meet some friends and and throw some plastic. You know, I went to class today. Look, it's lovely and everything. But you know, they're just getting some plastic cups out and some tinsel. I could do that. I don't have to pay twenty quid. <laughs> that's it. And and I looked into sensory because th- this word sensory gets thrown around a lot. And sensory classes are brilliant and so cute. And I'm definitely not knocking them. And uh, the the women, the people that run them, are brilliant and they're earning a living. So I'm one hundred percent not knocking them. Do them. But when you've done a few, I looked yeah. up sensory and it it's like sensory. It, it's really obvious. It's just everything. Yeah. Can they see everything stuff? Everything is they sensory. Stuff? Can they touch yeah. stuff? Can and yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Well, you get going yeah, you... on a walk <laughs> is like incredible. But you've got re- free sensory trees, streams. Mm. I took it to the beach at the weekend. Like her mic, she slept for hours, literally afterwards, mm. and then slept all night as well because of the sea air. Like oh, that's yeah. that's your sensory. Get that, you know, going. That, that fresh. Not air. easy if you don't live near near a beach, but you know. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, there was that meme that we shared a while ago and it was like, calm down, Karen. Your baby's like six weeks old. Everything is sensory. You don't need to pay for the classes. But no, like you mm. say, what's good about them is Eden loves being around other babies. Mm, and That's great. Um, and she does love all the bubbles and all the stuff. And it's things that I can't be, you know, I say I do at home. Reality is I can't be bothered. Um, so <laughs> they are great, but just not every, every week's just a bit of a commitment. That's it? what's hard. It's the week. It's the weekly yes. appointment. It's the appointment. It's the appointment. That's exactly, exactly what it is. exciting day yesterday I got a phone call in the morning they needed some cover work for the drive time show at work and they were like can you do it and you know your initial thought is well no no of course I can't and then I was like hold on hang on what have I actually got on today what's Kenny got on today well he's working from home and he did actually have some serious deadlines but I just said to him I've I've been asked if I want to do drive because it's like one day yeah I, like, I really want to do it he was like yeah it's fine I was like oh my god yes <laughs> Jenny Overworked. it was like it was like saying yes to a week in Barbados. Yeah. I was buzzing. I had actual adrenaline on the train into work. I was so excited. Yeah. Because obviously I'm I'm back doing my shows, but I do most of it from home. But to yeah. go into work, child free, I didn't have a single nappy in my bag. Oh. I just had my laptop. I did take my breast pumping case, didn't even need it. Um, did, but you do, I, did you like really do your hair and makeup? Oh, obvious. I, I was like, I mean, it was all last minute. So I was kind of like, outfit, what am I going to wear? Mm-hmm. Wore my leather look leggings, obviously. Great. Yeah, edgy. Um, <laughs> edgy. I'm not a mum. I wear leather look leggings. Although Kenny said to me the other week, all mums, when they've just had a baby, they wear leather look leggings. And I was like, shut up. They do, it's true. I nearly bought some the other day, to be fair, in the sales. Well, it's like you're kind of, I'm edgy, but I am a mum and they're really comfy. Edgy, Um, but practical. And that's those two worlds hardly ever meet. So I went in and honestly, I feel I felt like am I am I enjoying, you know, I I felt like I had to save at every moment getting a coffee before I got on the train, sitting on the train the whole time. I was just like, look, I. Now, even today, I actually thought to myself, I should have had a nap on that train. Why didn't I have a nap? Oh my I didn't gosh. need I didn't need one. I was so full of a train. <laughs> um I think that's why I'm so exhausted today, honestly. Like, I went into London. your oh. water bottle like I bore Paul. Yeah. And putting it on your eye when it like with the vodka going twat. <laughs> what film is that? Um Kevin I bore Paul. Kevin and Perry. I can't remember. My, yes, that sounds like that. Yeah. I got the tube on my eye, like everything. I mean, I did start thinking, God, it's busy, isn't it? I'm not used to this. Anyway, oh, but um, got into work. It was so lovely. It was great. And I didn't have to worry about Eden. She was just with Kenny. So it was yeah. perfect. I had a cracking day at work, but then it did get to the end of the shift. And I started thinking, because I think because of the adrenaline, I just thought, thank God, I'm not doing this tomorrow because I am exhausted. <laughs> I am exhausted. Also, I hadn't, pl- you know, because I hadn't planned for it. It was like emergency cover. So I was like, oh. It was such a thrill. Gosh, um, yeah. Give me a bit of yeah. that. That sounds great. I remember a friend said to me, when you have a baby, you'll realise that like work is a break. And I remember thinking, <sighs> what? No, yeah. it is. It's great. Just seeing like, you know, 
like just other people as well oh, like aside yeah. from your antenatal group and all that like I mean, they're great but just you I don't know it's just fun <laughs> and then I almost <laughs> feel like I'm around famous people when I just see like friends now because I've viewed yeah. them on Instagram for so long from <laughs> yeah. afar that when I see them I'm like you're really here in the flesh oh yeah. wow it's you I've been watching you doing fun things but then weirdly on the way home I did think oh thank goodness I'm not doing this every day yeah because one I mean tiring but two you know sort of being back in the back on public transport back on back into the sort of not the rat race but you know what I mean like it was just yeah. nice I was like oh I do I do love being at home but then I was a bit this, this was a weird moment for me today I had a phone call this morning and they said the same again actually we you know the presenters in sick can you cover and I couldn't I knew I couldn't today because Kenny had so much work and I thought, I can't, I don't have anyone who can have Eden. And I had to say no. And that really bothered me for a, a few hours. Right. Because I think, you know, well, in this industry or whatever work you work in, you know, generally at the drop of a hat, if you ask to cover a big show, you, you say yes. Like my default is yes. Great. Mm-hmm. And now because it's it's out of my control, I have to say no. Yeah. And I had this feeling of oh, they're never get they're not gonna they're gonna stop asking me because I'm like that person that you always ask to go for a drink and they keep saying no, so you just stop inviting them. I don't want to be that person. Yeah. And it was a really horrible feeling because I was like, it's not my fault. I can come. I could come in. Can I bring my baby? It was, you know, it's not her fault. <laughs> she but goes I just everywhere felt, with me. She's really cool. You yeah, like she's be really quiet. Don't worry about it. She's funny. Um, but it was a weird feeling of, I can't just do that anymore. Or I can't just go, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, it's because you've got new responsibilities and that's fine. And after a couple of hours, I was over that, but it was just one of those realizations that, oh, right. Okay. Well, if that happens again, yeah. I can't, I can't just at the drop of a hat, you know, and it's, it's so- not just me to consider anymore. It's so true what you say about the whole when a mate doesn't come out for so long and you stop inviting them because I I saw a thing on Instagram and it it really resonated with me so it actually helped but it it was just so true. It was something that I... I hadn't considered was bothering me was bothering me where when you have a baby it's the fear of being forgotten and that I have been struggling with and like in work I haven't been given opportunities for a while that I, I feel like I had before bear and I, I just started to think am I being forgotten and you do think about that socially and everything so mm. it, it's and it actually weirdly helps to think oh, no that's just a very normal thing that every new parent goes through and then when they get older and they're less dependent on us it's just going to go back to how it was yeah and also people are probably thinking I'm not going to put you in a position yes like I know my work have been very careful to like we don't want to yeah you know they wouldn't have asked me in the first few months because they knew not to just to leave me whatever you know I think they're a bit like we don't want to put you under pressure but but Mm. actually I'm at the point where I've said no no always ask me because if Kenny's at home and I can do it I will do it and I still want the opportunities but you know I think your bosses or your friends might be doing the same where they're like, well, I don't want to ask you because you probably don't want that pressure. Cause it is. Yeah. Cause like I felt today, I was a bit gutted cause I thought I do want to do it, but I can't. And that's gutting, but actually, you know, that's just how my life is now. And it doesn't mean they won't ask me again. It's just, it's just one of those things you just got to get used to. That's it. And it's about having that conversation and that line of communication. A few of my bosses are great. They're like, we'll always offer it to you. But if you turn it down, that's fine. 
but one of them always says, but I'm still always going to come to you. Even if you say no, the next one's still going to come to you first. So that's really right. reassuring. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. bosses are great, but some maybe not so. So I think communication is really helpful with that so that we don't feel that way. If this helps oh, yeah. as well, Amy, um, because of childcare, I missed out on an opportunity to interview Luke Goss from Bross. And <laughs> I will never, wow. ever. What an op. I will never ever <laughs> be okay that. with that. I, I was, no. That was a really hard one to say no to. Their documentary, "When the Screaming Stops," is one of my favourite things to watch um, ever. He'd be he'd be an interesting, a weird interview though, because I don't know if he realises that he's David Brent. But anyway, but yeah, mm. I I see the problem. I tell you the other, the plus side of this is when you get invited to something you don't want to go to, and you can use lack of childcare as an excuse. So oh, there yes. are silver linings on the flip. Because yeah. Um, I have had that recently where I'm like, well, there's something coming up. Well, it's like, like the work Christmas party and I'm a bit like, I don't know. I don't know if I can go yet, but mm. I've always got an excuse now. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's and so that's true actually. Might gosh. Be this season. Um, yesterday when I um, finished everything, I was going to say when I finished work because we're talking about work, but you know when you finish the day and I sat down and put the TV on and Bear was in bed, I was messaging a friend of mine who's got um, a toddler and we were talking about just those moments that happen on a daily basis where you just, in the moment, the stress and panic is so severe and it's only when the day's done you process it and go, gosh, that was a day again. So I was in on my own last night and I'd done Bear's bath and he'd kicked and splashed water everywhere. The the kitchen was soaking. Um, didn't have time to clean that up. I put him on his mat. He's butt naked. He starts weeing everywhere. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I go to get a cloth. I'm trying to cover up the wee. I'm also trying to get a bottle to time the bottle being ready with him being dry and in his sleeping suit. So the bottle's hot. And so I'm doing a million things whilst trying to stop him rolling over. And I slip in the water all over our kitchen floor, full arse over tits. And I hit the deck and I just stayed on the floor. And the scramble to get back up and carry everything on. I didn't even have time to process it. I was oh scrambling around like an octopus trying to do a million things. And it's only after was, you Were go... you holding Bear when you slipped? No, no he's on his mat, mat okay. rolling around. So I turned to him to say, oh, oh pull him back. And I just went. And I was messaging my friend this and she said she'd put her toddler to bed. She'd put the shower on, got butt naked, um, gone into his room because he was shouting potty, potty, potty. So she ran into his room, butt naked. He misses the potty, wheezes all over his pyjamas and all over the floor. Oh. And so she's scrambling to clean up the wee, but also get him some new pyjamas. As he's going, mummy, I need my pyjamas. Mummy, I need my pyjamas. So she's scrambling. She says she's butt naked with the baby monitor on her that all her family have synced up to their mobile phones. <laughs> And they get a notification oh when there's movement. So she's like, they can all see my full moon. They can see her bum hole <laughs> as she's bending down trying to get pyjamas for him. And he's screaming, mummy, I need my pyjamas. And she's going, I know. <laughs> all the while, they're all covered in wee. And then oh she said God. she got him in. And and these are just things that if we hadn't have spoke to each other, we'd have just done in our day and never told yes. anyone. Because yes. you just accept it. Oh, my God. I do feel like when it rains, it pours. It's like mm. one thing goes wrong and then it's like the catalyst. It's a bit like we we always think with the dog, like if Peggy kicks off, then Eden kicks off or vice versa. It's mm. like an energy thing. But there is something about that when the bad stuff happens, it just all happens. At what, you just got to roll with it. I mean, yeah, I, I meant rolling. to ask, because your week got better after the catastrophe that is last week. Yes, thank you. 
Yes, okay. much better. We're on the we, up. We're on we the had up. a lovely celebration, and yes, we're we're on the up. Let's put ourselves on that that frequency. Yes. We're there. It's all good. Yeah. And we'll see where we are next week. <laughs> That's just it's just how it rolls. My mm. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hope there's no more no more catastrophes next week. Mm-hmm.